welcome back to another episode of Rabbit Ears, everybody. My name is Ashley. Duh, you should know that. I don't know why I just introduced myself. Maybe because I'm having my fourth alcohol of quarantine. Too that might fast. be too fast. Do you want I've got uh, with- alcohol? That's why I said the joke, damn it. That's the joke. That's the joke. Well, if you couldn't tell, I've got Dan and Caleb with me today. Also, it's in the episode description. And we're talking about, I think, collectively... Our favorite show for all three of us for the decade, BoJack Horseman. That's correct. Caleb, is this your favorite show of the decade, or is that overstating it? It's okay. That tracks. (laughs) I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Well, Caleb, it's been forever since you've been on Rabbit Ears. I think it was Shin-Chan. Was it the last time you were on? Uh, I was on for Shin-Chan. I was on for C-Lab. Oh, C-Lab. That was the last one. C-Lab was the last one before I took my hiatus because that was fucking... In- Remember all the dogs barking and interrupting? That was a yes. nightmare. Also, uh, we did the C-Lab episode because of the Shin-Chan episode because that's when you realized my Twitter handle was a C-Lab joke. It's a C-Lab joke. Wait, your Twitter handle is a C-Lab joke? C-Lab 2021. <laughs> it's a C-Lab joke. Do you get it? Do you get my joke? Because I am a horse <laughs> and you are a horse and horses run on tracks. <laughs> Should I write him back and tell him I get it? Anytime Ashley overexplains a joke now, it's like, should I write you back and tell you that I got it? <laughs> I have put myself in a horrible position. And now I'm teamed up by the two of you. I'm... That's right. I- I'm no longer the punching bag. It's you. No, 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 no. I'm the punch. Oh, I- me, not Caleb. Never mind. Yeah. I get it. You don't have to write me back. I get it. <laughs> uh but if you, know, you can't tell, our quarantine has gotten interesting in the last week. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to kill him now. I'm surprised you're both still alive. I go to work two days a week, so that helps a lot. But then he comes in and gets all of his driving me crazy in in the first hour that he gets home. Drive me crazy. I just I can hear oh, no, both of you through both of your microphones. Correct. Welcome welcome to suffering. Uh, Sorry. Wel- welcome to my welcome hell. Welcome welcome you to things. All right, so Caleb, since it's been forever, since you've been on, are there any TV shows that you've gotten into that you want to shout out or discuss? Besi- well, Star Trek would be one, I would say. Yeah, Star Trek Next Generation. I uh, I finally jumped into that fandom, and uh, it's uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty. Unmitigated disaster. <laughs> Tell him he is a good cat and a pretty cat. Sorry, there's an episode where Data gets a pet cat, and he's he's teaching Worf how to interact with it. My God. See, space sci-fi is not my thing, so I don't know that that's something that I would be into See, trying. that's not even really it. Like, it's it doesn't really fall into the category of most, like, outer space, like, sci-fi. Like, it's more... I don't know. It Like, that's just kind of the circumstance that they're in, but it's, like, it's about... Uh, human nature and philosophy and like all this kind of esoteric shit. You said esoteric and she just reeled in horror. No, it was because I was opening my seltzer water and it made a loud noise and I didn't want it to get on the mic, but <laughs> it might have. <laughs> Over. No, it's, it's fine. There ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. I'm not drinking. I'm trying to make it through this fucking strawberry margarita. Sorry, there, there ain't no laws when you're drinking LaCroix. <laughs> sure. I'll fucking take it. Let's see. Is there anything else that you've gotten into that you want to talk about? Uh, not that I want to talk about. <laughs> how's your quarantine been going? How's how's life? Uh, I'm an essential employee, so I've been just as busy, if not busier, than I was before quarantine. So nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Yeah, because the Fire Nation hasn't yeah. attacked yet. I um, I face death every day. At the hands of coronavirus. Oh, shit. That comes up in three days. I just realized that. Avatar The Last Airbender will uh, be out as as of the, the release date of this podcast. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, wait. it's been out for a long time. Sorry, on Netflix. That's all yeah. I care about. <laughs> no, no, nothing else exists. Bubby, is there anything that you've gotten into that you want to, since the last time you were on in January? I mean, uh, I think you know what he's into. hey. <laughs> He also made this joke referring to his wife. My wife. My wife. Uh, no, not really. I mean, like, I talked to your family for the first time uh, since I moved down here uh, yesterday. Well, that was, yeah, 
Because you, well, you're very shy around new people anyways. This is correct. I am like a horrible, horrible introvert uh, upon my first few meetings of people. And then I get too comfortable around them and become the worst kind of extrovert, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi, Bubby. <laughs> you're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. You're I'm not just wrong. an asshole. No, you're not an asshole. That's... Fuck off, die. Let me uh, let me live my life. Oh my god. Okay, well if that's how this is gonna go, then we're just gonna go ahead and jump to the next part of this shit what before about, I can, let you guys can we team hop up. into the next segment. Yeah, you want to hop into the next segment? Can we, we can hop into the next segment. We can. can we skip jaunt. into the next seg- segment. We could fucking waltz into the next segment. We, so can this, we this, can we backflip off of a bridge into the next segment? Can I kick flip into an ollie into a five forty into the next segment? Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, 1 and 2 collection just got announced for PS4 uh, coming out September 4th, so everyone get excited. I feel like I've already lost control of this. Correct. This is just Netflix and Swill again. Hooray, we just talk about bullshit. Well, that was a good sound. Sorry, I had to grip, grip one and rip one. He hates cans. Stay away from the cans. Uh, I hate this can. I'm drinking Natty Daddy. Still? I'm, oh. Ooh, uh, in our also segment of uh, What's Your Swill, I had uh, the other two flavors of my Corona seltzer. Oh, uh, fun. Cherry, which which is anus, like actual fucking anus. And then Tropical Lime, which is the best of the bunch, but it's still awful. <laughs> so. Well, yes, I still have the Natty Daddy because it comes in a 15-pack. Ew. What an odd, odd dimension. Right? What you, but, yeah. Bobby, what's your swill? I told you it's this ready-to-drink strawberry margarita wine cocktail that's way too syrupy, so I add seltzer water to it. Nice. That's what's your swill. On to news. (laughs) In breaking news... Harlan Coben has a new series coming out. Would you stop interrupting me, you fucking (laughs) asshole? In breaking news, Dan got fucking murdered and left for the fucking coyotes to eat. (laughs) You keep fucking poking the bear, you're going to get mauled. Mess with the bull, you get the horns. All right, White Goodman. Anybody know who that's from? Anybody know what that's reference to? Dodgeball, the ultimate underdog. He didn't. Story. S- no, mess with the bull, you get the horns is from the Breakfast Club. In Dodgeball, he said, "That's me taking the bull by the horns. That's my business philosophy." Although that actually happened. And you see why I edit my own podcast. Are you sure you're not the one with the autism? <sighs> <clears throat> Would you like uh, so in autism? 2009? Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. How did you murder Dan? We'll find out. I'll leave the microphones on and we can, I can narrate. <laughs> Stay what's tuned happening. for our next no, exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. No, no, no. Uh, as, as as Ashley says on her uh, hit television show, how did how did Ashley murder Dan? Did she murder him? Let's find out. Let's find out. So BoJack Horseman premiered in 2014. Other TV shows that premiered that year, Jane the Virgin, Married, You're the Worst, The Affair, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, and How to Go Away with Murder. I've heard of one of those shows. I, yeah, I've heard a few of those shows. I've never seen a single one. Well, I one. need to watch all of How to Get Away with Murder for the next podcast. <laughs> M, as in Murder Dan. Where I Murder Dan. What about House of Cards? House of Cards is on that list. 2014. Am I listing every show that came out that year, or just a select few? Oh, okay. Just a select few. House of Cards was released in 2014. That show is great up until the sixth season, in which case it's garbage. <laughs> this bitch is going to murder me. Save me, listener. Gerald, you're closest. Are you done yet? Go Keep going. No, no. Go ahead. By all means. No, go ahead. The movies of 2014 had a fuck ton of them with extraordinarily long names, and so I included all of the really long name ones just so we could be kind of aghast at how horribly these are named. So The Hobbit and the Battle of the Five Armies, X-Men Days of Future Past, A Million Days to Die in the West. A Million Days? A Million Ways, sorry, duh. The Fault in Our Stars, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, A Walk Among the Tombstones, Birdman, The Unexpected Virtues of Ignorance, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, and then Dan, Nightcrawler, and Tusk came out that year. Woo! Tusk! Do you know why 
in the uh, X-Men movies, Magneto doesn't wear his purple costume? Why? Because the days of fuchsia passed. My God, I'm regretting this fucking setup so bad. You've you've made a mistake. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> this might be one of those episodes never to air. Aww. Lost episodes. Let's just kick Dan off or the call. Or it'll be edited down to ten minutes. Kick Dan right, off the call, and we can have a reasonable discussion about it. All right. So the music that was big that year, we had "Fancy" by Iggy Azalea, who I forgot even existed. Chandelier by Sia, Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus, Radioactive by the Imagine Dragons, and Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. Man, rough year for for me. What a bad, what a a awful year. I mean, the movies and the TV were also not good. It was a fucking terrible year. It was a fucking shitstorm. Blurred Lines, a.k.a. the date rape song. Yeah... Uh, I'm trying to figure out this, whatever. Oh, uh, Alisana released their The Decade EP in 2014, so there's something. Who? Caleb knows who they are. That's all that matters. Her? <laughs> in other news, Betty White was awarded the Guinness World Record for the longest TV career by a female entertainer. Original top model winner Adrian Curry fended off an attacker with a bullwhip while dressed as Catwoman at San Diego Comic Con. Jesus Christ. Nope. I know. That's a fucking, that's a story. That's like an onion story. Uh, the ALS bucket challenge helped raise nearly 98 million additional, like in donations or whatever for the ALS society. And Iggy Azalea became the second artist ever to have their first and second singles reach number one and two on the Billboard charts. The first being the Beatles, which is why the Billboard charts mean nothing. But the Beatles wrote their songs. I'm so fancy. That's that's true, but they're still garbage. I'd rather someone else wrote their songs because their songs were bad. They're fine. There's some songs that I like, but they're just very simplistic. But it was also like, what is that, 60 years ago? Yeah. 60-ish years ago? Yeah, 50, I appreciate what they did for the genre, but, you know. Sure. It's fun. It's. I mean, I've listened to, like, there's like a compilation album of like their top hits that I used to listen to in high school. But that's because I thought I was cultured. I don't know. I Am the Walrus is a bop. I don't know. I, I feel like with their music, it's like they influenced every gener- like all musical generations afterwards, and all musical generations afterwards, except for country, did better. So uh, I, I don't care for the Beatles anymore. That's what, I think that's my that's what my thing comes down to. Like Star Wars, Star every, everyone's done things better than Star Wars. Now Star Wars is garbage. Yes, mostly. Go listen to our Patreon series. Mostly garbage. There's some good stuff. All right, I'm sorry. Take your show back. You're fine. Bojack Horseman ran from 2014 to 2020 with 76 episodes on Netflix, and it's rated an 8.7 on IMDb. Uh, the summary is, after starring in the popular sitcom Horsin' Around in the late 80s and 90s, Bojack struggles with his deteriorating popularity, depression, addiction, and maintaining their relationships with those he cares about most. But he can't seem to stop hurting. All the while living in the satirical, pun-filled city of Hollywood, California. Starring Will Arnett, Amy Sedaris, Allison Brie, Aaron Paul, and Paul F. Tompkins, among a shit ton of others. So, Caleb, what do you love about BoJack? Um, Not the character, the series. I mean, I love different things from throughout the show's run. Like, uh, kind of rewatching it for this, I forgot how much the show grew into itself by like the third or fourth season um the first two seasons it's like uh just like zany like fucking high concept like hijinks the show and there was like a big emphasis on like subtle background jokes like there was one episode they were like i keep I always go back to this when I'm telling somebody about BoJack Horseman, but like they were at a red carpet event with like the big spotlights and shit. And uh, in the background, just like not referenced by anybody, there's just a moth wearing a three piece suit, just pacing back and forth in front of this spotlight. Um, And it was just like little subtle shit like that. And then like by the third or fourth season, like it kind of turned into what it became towards like the end of the run of the show where it was, you know, really like a deep dive on psychological issues such as addiction, um, like shitty upbringings, like bad family life, 
Um, it's kind of the effect that celebrity has on people and trying to fix yourself, but not being able to. So this show's very near and dear to my heart. It's very important to me. There's times in my life where, you know, I really wish that I had had this show, uh, because I feel like it has a lot to teach people who are like ready to learn its lessons, but um, it's comforting to know that for the rest of my life, I, I do have this show and I can keep going back to that. Well, anytime I kind of need that encouragement from it. I had a different like feel with the show, watching it for this time around, I guess. Cause like my mental state is in a weirder place since quarantine. Like it's a little darker. And so like the heavier topics kind of hit a little bit more than they did before. So it was, it was a little bit and more intense watching it this time yeah for a show that is so rife with hopelessness like uh it it leaves it on a like on an upbeat tone kind of yeah like um we'll talk about it later but it ended much more optimistically than i thought it was going to yeah and that's that's what uh we speculated a lot leading up to the finale like what was going to be the end of the show um, and I'm not like, I wasn't really expecting the way it went, but it, it's kind of perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Dan, what do you love about Bojack? Uh, so as Caleb said, this, he wished he had this around like some of his darker moments. Uh, this was around during my dark moments. Uh, there, there was no point in my life that I hated myself more than when this show was airing. Not because it's bad or anything, but because that's just how my life was going at the time. So, like, having these very depressing episodes and, you know, being able to resonate with a, a character such as Bojack and, you know, uh, especially uh, Stupid Piece of Shit, which is, I think it's the title of the episode. but It is. It's basically an episode where uh, his inner monologue takes over and is like, just constantly puts him down. I'm like, this is what I've been experiencing. Thank God there's something like this on television for me to, for me to say, oh, yes, this is what I feel. So, you know, uh, just having something that... Explained what I was going through, you know, even as a a, a white man who ha- <laughs> potentially has it all. Uh, it, it was nice seeing something that was like, because every now and then we get like, oh, fluffy pieces and like, oh, yeah, people are sad. But then like you get an actual like, deep dive into psychosis with this show. And my favorite quote that I've said, because I always felt it could be a pull quote for the show was uh, it's odd to me that the most human show on television is uh, starring an anthropomorphic horse living in a half-human, half-anthropomorphic animal-ruled uh, world. And that's that's the truly haunting thing about this show. And they play with this concept in a few episodes, but like every creature has full sentience in this world. But there's also, like, they eat meat and stuff. Like the chicken for days stuff, where there's the chickens that you eat. I rewatched one of my favorite episodes is uh, the underwater episode, um, and like when he's in like the what what the fuck is it like Pacific something city? I I can't remember. Sure, I don't. I don't. Remember. But uh, he's in this underwater city full of fish and stuff, and they have a like he walks by a restaurant that's called Tuna for Days. So like they even like they eat fish down there. Um it's it has horrible implications, but like they don't uh aside from that one episode, they don't really like do a deep dive in it. It's just like the I guess this the trick is don't think about it. Yeah, no, you can't think about it too hard. There's a lot of instances where it's kinda of like they have the cancer nurse whatever for herb kazaz is the bear but that bear doesn't speak she only growls sounds like onyong actually she doesn't sound like onyong but it seems like there's almost like different rules for different characters and it's just whatever kind of works best in that moment so yeah don't think too much about it you don't have to book back anymore what that's from chicken for days book back oh with becca and her back yeah Mm -hmm. becca doesn't have to book back anymore my god who are some of your favorite characters that came out of left and was really weirdly pronounced blame the tequila caleb who are some of your favorite characters i really enjoy like some of the little side characters that 
have recurring appearances like uh, Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face, um, just because that's a hilarious name. I really like character actress Margot Martindale. I like that they always say character actress Margot Martindale every time she shows well, that's up. Her character name. Yeah. Um, of the main cast, I kind of feel like Todd is my favorite. I don't know. They don't give him the most interesting things to do, but like I just really liked his whole arc. Um, He's definitely comic relief, but then they give him some more layered stuff with his personality later on. Yeah, he's... Which is nice. He's the one character that, like, for the most part, just doesn't let stuff get him down. And I honestly think that that's because he is the dumbest character of the main cast, because ignorance truly is bliss. No, for real. Do you think he's dumber than Mr. Peanut Butter, though? See, Mr. Peanut Butter was also extremely depressed because his life is like a dark mirror to Bojack's. But like Mr. Peanut Butter is too dumb to realize how depressed he was. Hashtag sad dog. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I relate to that a little bit. Repress, repress, repress. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Bubby, who do you love? Vincent Adultman. How are things with the old nine to five? That's the first one I have written down. Fucking Vincent Adultman's hilarious. I did a business. How are things with the old business factory? You don't know the answer? No. I don't, either. It, I don't remember. I went down to the business factory. I did a business. <laughs> Can I get uh, alcohol? I don't know. Uh, it, there, it's, there, it's horsey. <laughs> that actually feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just three fucking kids in a, in a trench coat, and uh, one of his hands is a goddamn broom. Like, and no one else, no one. And the other a, one is a mannequin hand. Yeah, and, and no one else happens to notice that this kid is just, uh, you know, this guy is just three kids in a fucking trench coat. They're just like, eh, it's it's Vincent. This is this is just Vincent Adultman. And it's like, what the fuck? It's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. But it's in- extremely funny. And, you know, it might not fit, like, the highly depressing tone the this, the show eventually gets to, uh, which is probably why they, you know, remove the character entirely. But I fucking love him. Uh, J.D. Salinger showing up as the, the producer for Hollywood stars and celebrities. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. Love that. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've got my copy of Catcher in the Rye, like, right behind me. Yeah. And a picture Fuck. of David Boreanaz looking down at me. I hate that me. book. <laughs> I love that book. It's so bad. Oh, my God. I love that book. That'll be a different podcast where we talk about Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, it'll be called Caleb Shitting on Books, the movie, <laughs> the podcast. The movie about the podcast. The podcast about the movie about the books. <sighs> Come on, I keep liked, up. Honestly, so this is going to sound dark, but Beatrice Horseman was one of my favorite fucking characters. Not that I liked her as a person, but like the shit she said was fucking hilarious. Oh, she yeah. She was like Dan's got a real affinity for like older Asian grandparents, whatever that just Love say them. whatever the fuck comes to their mind. And Beatrice is kind of that way. Like she also tells you a lot about why Bojack is the way he is just by seeing how she treats him, which is cool. But I liked her. And then for the main characters, Diane and Bojack, I always found to be the most interesting to me. Well, they, they, those two have the most going on. Yeah. They're well, I mean, I think they, I would say that they're the two main characters out of the five. Maybe? Uh, sure. I just feel like they have the most going on, like, in terms of an arc. Question mark? <laughs> I'm, shr- I'm shrugging. I don't know. <laughs> yes, because sure. shrugs translate so well to an audio medium. I'm sorry. Shrug. You could do like they do where they cough, cough, door slam. That's what Bojack does when he's sick one time. I'm aware. Okay. Sudo Busset. Why Good do you dog. make me fucking explain shit to you? You just look at me so... I, I need someone to woe-mansplain things to me. <sighs> Bubby, who are your least favorite characters then? Uh, there's that vaudevillian comedy duo uh, that aren't funny in any way, shape, or form. They come in around like season five. I'm just like, eh, fuck these guys. You're talking about Paige Sinclair and... No, 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 no. The, the, the vaudevillian, the, the guys with like the, the barbershop looking jackets and the little tweed hats. Not tweed, uh, straw hat. Do you know who I'm talking about, Caleb? I don't know that I do. I don't know if I remember. Yeah, no. That. Oh, and I've just watched all of this, so I have no idea. Oh well, they must not. They must not have left an impression on you whatsoever. But, but yeah, they they were in season five intermittently, and I'm I, 
What did I, they do? They just they just were like uh, Statler and Waldorf, basically. Oh, you're talking about the guys that wrote the punchlines or whatever. Yes. And they had to get the permission for whatever the fuck they were doing that had the punchlines yes. in it. Yes, I, I, I found them uh, uninteresting and unfunny. Yeah, no, they sucked. Yes. But also Paige Sinclair and Max Bang. Uh, I, was, I, I was leaving them to you. Well, that's what I was going to say. I fucking hated Paige Sinclair. Um, I'll tell you one character that I strongly disliked whenever they first showed up, but really grew on me and I came to really enjoy was, uh, Judah, Princess Carolyn's mm-hmm. assistant. Okay. Uh, did not care for him, but then like midway to like the end of the sixth season, like I started to really like him a lot and, uh. I fucking love the gags that they did with him where, like, he's just so good at everything that he does professionally. Like, uh, he would ride over on his fucking bicycle because he's a hipster. So there would be, like, a shot of him uh, talking to Princess Carolyn wearing, like, his bike shorts and shit. Um, And he would start pulling a suit out of a backpack and then it would cut to Princess Carolyn, and she'd say something. Then it would cut back to Judah, and he's finishing tying his tie while already being fully dressed in his suit. It's amazing. Yeah, he was kind of Batman-ish. Yeah. He just fucking had his shit together. Do, do, you, do you want to know why? He's voiced by Diedrich Bader, who voiced Batman in Batman Brave and the Bold. Oh, yes, that's exactly ba- Batman why. the Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> Garnier Fructis. I use Garnier Freak too. I'm aware. I use your shampoo. I know you do. Use my For really my expensive bird. fucking conditioner in your beard. Yeah. That's why my beard is. Isn't is Garnier Fructis the one that makes women have orgasms in the shower? No, that's herbal essences. That's right. I had that one and he was also using that in his beard. Yes. I'll have what she's having. In case anyone is unaware, girl shampoo is much better for beards than boy shampoo. It's alright, I use your razor to shave my legs. That's fine. Perfect. Cohabitation. Simpatico. Simpatico? I think that fits. I didn't really care for... I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't like these characters, but I kind of felt neutral on them. Like, they didn't... Like, Pickles, Guy, and Hollyhock, I feel like all kind of came in towards the end of the series and Mm -hmm. didn't... Like, Hollyhock was more of a plot device than she was, like, an actual interesting character. And then the same thing for, like, Guy and Pickles. Like, they didn't really... They were just there because they needed other characters to move on to, not because right. they were actually good characters. Sure. Like, Guy is a supportive person, exactly who Diane needs, but, like, he was always kind of being shooed out and just always, you know. That's the whole joke with him, because he's just generic plot device character. Like, his name literally is Guy. His son is named Sonny. His what? wife is named Lady. Yeah, ex-wife yes. Lady. It's amazing. Like the and that's how self-aware this show is. It's like, hey, we need a character for Diane to bounce off of for this last like little bit of development we want to do with her. Uh like it's really late in the game. Fuck it. Th- this is just some guy. Yeah. I mean, I think it worked and I think it was necessary, but just in terms of like looking through there are so many characters that I really liked. These are the ones that I just kind of felt like were on a lot but didn't do anything for me. Let's talk about Paige Sinclair real quick. I understand what they were going for here. I understand, like, oh, it's a funny gag that, you know, you have uh, fast-talking high trousers reporter lady. Like, I I get it. But then she was in more episodes than just one. And I was like, all right, I fucking hate this. Like, this is is just, this is too much. There's there's too much of this character. That was too much, man. Oh, he's the first one to do it. Drink, Bubby. We've literally, are you out? Yeah. Go get another one. All right, I'm getting another one. Put some ice in my drink. Fuck you. It's the ice is in the Ziploc bag because I emptied the ice thingy. Thank you. Fuck you. Oh, my God. He's the best. Okay, so going back to, like, you said that there was a lot of, like, site-based animal gags while he's doing that. Mm-hmm. I had a couple that jumped out to me. Like, in the first season, it cuts to Princess Carolyn talking to Bojack, and she's at the gym working out on the treadmill, and she's got a fucking mouse hanging yeah. in front of her. And then next to her is the sloth that's just hanging from the handrails while the yes. fucking treadmill, like, drags their legs. No, that was fucking hilarious. Um, anytime Mr. Peanut Butter was in his house and the door rang, his ears would just like pop up and he yeah. had like his art was like tennis balls and shit like that. 
just it's this show is kind of like arrested development in the way that it thinks of so many little things that you could easily miss if you're not looking for them or paying attention and like it makes rewatches infinitely more interesting because you can kind of catch a lot of stuff that you might have missed before so i like that a lot bubby's got his drink and now he's back i got mango now it's it's bad is it bad? It's oh, bad. and also for other running gags, like whenever they have the fucking sign misprints are hilarious. Yeah. Peanut butter is one word. Don't don't write one word. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, you know, I'm thinking about not using this sign company anymore. It's aborted. That was my favorite thing. They okay, so let's talk about that. They handle and discuss a lot of controversial and important topics on this show like the abortion episode um i think was that also the mass shootings episode uh that was that was in the same season i think it was the same episode if if everybody had guns no one would need to be worried about guns i think we just solved the gun crisis in america no all we need to do is make sure women carry guns and then they'll ban guns (laughs) <laughs> oh no in their different seasons i'm lying the abortion episode was season three and then oh, the mass shooting episode was season four thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers fucking okay lenny turtletop fucking jk simmons as as a jewish uh film producer who who makes up yeah. Jewish sounding words is fucking hilarious too look at the rug on that guy who's he think he's fooling <laughs> the other thing hold on what was God damn it. Other other topics like depression. So there's depression, there's the mass shootings, there's all of the fucking horrible stuff. Like when it showed Beatrice Horseman's childhood and like how her mom was lebotomized and her older brother died and like all the shit she went through that made her the horrible cunt that she is. Like Diane's depression when it did in the last season, like it showed how her brain was working and all the thoughts that went through her head and like she was the scribbles and she couldn't like make herself feel better. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. Yes. This show is very experimental. Uh, it got very experimental once it got past like the kind of zany psych comedy. Uh, look, it's animals and people world thing. Like once we hit season three, we have the basically no speaking episode of the underwater episode of Bojack. Then we get stupid piece of shit. We get the episode about the lobotomy. We, you know, like, like every every season had like multiple inventive ways. Like even season five, wh- where like Diane's episode is structured around like a BuzzFeed article. Yeah, where it's the ten reasons to visit Vietnam or whatever. Yes. Well, then there was also the one where it was told from the point of view of Princess Carolyn's like great 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 grandchild. That one's so fucked. That was so fucked. And so, like, you think, th- and then at the end, she's like, whenever I'm having a bad day, I like to picture my great great grandchild, like, telling yeah. the story of how my, and then it turned out she, like, she had the miscarriage and shit. Like, <sighs> and she's had like five miscarriages, apparently, but she hadn't told Ralph about them. Poor Ralph. Poor Ralph. Ralph is decent, even if his family does <sighs> hate cats. Brep, brep, pew, pew. Oh, the eulogy episode. Free Churro is one of my favorite episodes. Free Churro is great. Free Churro is amazing. He, and then on the board, the whiteboard, when they're listing off all the things that BoJack has done horribly or bad, that they're trying to figure out what the article is going to be about, the page Sinclair's writing. And, like, one of the things he wrote up on the board was ruined a lizard funeral. Yeah. Brep, brep, pew, pew. A stirring battle cry for a woman's right to choose. But has the concept of women having a choice gone too far? I have a direct quote from that episode. Hold on. Oh, I can confidently say that I'd never get an abortion. And I can say that because I'll never have to make that choice. So I'm unbiased. Right. <laughs> I think that was actually one of the first Instagram posts I made on yeah. ne- the Netflix and Soul Instagram was, was that, that specific episode. Seaborn seahorse milk will quiet your uh, crying seahorse baby. Take it from me, a childless dog. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go back earlier. And then, like, the Herb Kazaz shit, watching Herb Kazaz die and, like, go through his horrible fucking cancer shit and Bojack having to reconcile all the shit he did to screw his friend over to get his fame. Like, there's just... The thing that sold me on this show, though, because Dan told me to start watching, I think I watched it when season four first came out, and, like, when Bojack went into his I hate the troops rant, was amazing. (laughs) 
Like that that sold me on this show because like most people are stupid anyways, and you're thinking giving stupid people guns makes them heroes, but it just makes them yeah, stupid people mo- with guns. Most people are jerks, and giving a jerk a gun and telling him it's okay to kill people doesn't make him any less of a jerk. And saying the word hero so frequently doesn't at all like do you, what does he say? God, I suck at quotes. Doesn't yeah, it all think, devalue think, the meaning I of the word? I think all the troops are heroes all the times, and I don't think that saying that cheapens it in any way. God, I love that you guys are <laughs> so fucking good at quoting because I suck at it. Oh my god. Um, do you guys have any episodes or anything that you didn't like about the show besides the characters? Like any story arcs, anything that you felt like was not needed or not good? Um, no. Like, like I mean, uh, other than characters, no, not really. Like the story arcs that are difficult are difficult because like. And they're that way on purpose. Like Bojack's whole like dissension in, in the final season is is like very purposeful because it's like now we're now we're in this era where you know we're taking down people like him who you know he thinks he's doing the best he can, but ultimately like even if he doesn't mean it, he he is like the worst part of Hollywood. Like that's something we need to see. Like I, I don't feel like there's any specific episode that I'm like. Nah, this is too far. Nah, this sucks. Like I, I can't think of a bad episode of this show. Yeah. What What are you guys' uh, favorite episodes overall? I have a lot. Um, season or the eleventh episode in every season tended to be the darkest and was also the ones that I was most drawn to. So, like in the first season, it was BoJack and Sarah Lynn and Todd all getting fucked up and trying to write BoJack's memoirs all yeah. in like one night. The, the downer like, ending. Yeah. And then uh, season two was Escape from L.A. Yeah. And then season three was Sarah Lynn dying. That's too much, man. It's too much, man. And then uh, season four, the 11th episode, which is also a masterpiece that was Time Zero. That's uh, the one with... Beatrice going through dementia. Yep. Oh my fucking god, that one's so good. It's, it's so good. So like it's so well done. Like season four was just amazing. Season four was I think season the, best the best season, I think. Yeah. yeah, there's every episode I felt like was a little bit different or took like a different not only storing t- storytelling device, but also like animation in some different aspects. Like it just kind of tried something different with every episode but had an important message to tell. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, like, we, we always hit, like, five stars, basically. Like, we, it was just, like, a running joke that BoJack Horseman is going to win Best Continuing Series on, on the show in perpetuity until it, it finishes or we finish, and that's not happening. But regardless, like, but still, season four was, like, I, I don't know I don't know of television that was any better than that season. And you're going to say, Breaking Bad, but I haven't watched Breaking Bad. No, because I wouldn't. Breaking Bad and BoJack have a lot in common in terms of like the anti-hero and showing and exposing the underbelly of things and Aaron Paul. But hmm. <laughs> why are you laughing? I don't know. That was just like, hey, all right, we're going to talk about themes and characters. And oh, it had the same actor, too. But it also like they're both kind of. I wouldn't say BoJack is as much of a slow burn as Breaking Bad is, but it puts in the time with the characters and like you really get to know people and there's all these different layers and um, shit that's kind of brought in throughout. And so when it reaches like season five and season six, the stakes are so much higher and there's so much more meaning to everything that happens. So it has all of that in common. That's what I was trying to say before you started giggling at me and then reading Twitter. Before I rudely interrupted you, I apologize, bubble of a dub dub. That means I want to kill myself with my bubby. I mean, I'm fine with that also. That's a Rick and Morty joke. It it means I am in horrible pain with bubby. <laughs> that is the most accurate thing that's been said all night. I will be in a horrible pain when we leave because she's still upset with me for putting the cold. Because she on just her back. pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? My, my sweet cans. <laughs> oh fuck! You forgot. Fuck! I How for, did you forget I, him? Oh no! What? The, God! What's the? Oh, uh, Henry, Henry Fondle. Fondler. Henry, oh, Henry Fondle. Henry Fondle. Yeah. Hey, oh my God! 
please assume the position. Oh yes, oh yes. You you just look at. It I like, like it when you call me father. It's like it's such a crudely made sex robot, and you're like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But then he it just gets inserted into the stupidest situations, and it's fucking hysterical because he says insightful things to people or things that people <laughs> are insightful to them. Well, he's taking over fucking what time is it now dot com, which is the whole other joke because like Philbert's coming into production by a company that like. There's a computer on your clock. That's the stupidest fucking... Well, there's it, a computer also... on your clock. I mean, there's a computer... Damn you. <laughs> fucking <alcohol>. <laughs> <laughs> French fried taters. No, that was more satirizing the fact that everyone was getting into the streaming business. Like, it's like, oh, uh, fucking... Uh, now now this, this website about that has a fucking clock on it. Like, that's... that's has a it has a fucking show now for some godforsaken reason. Why? Why why is there a streaming service for every single little thing? Like you've got HBO Go, HBO Max, and then what's the other one that's coming that's going to have the fucking No, HBO Max is the one that's coming. You have HBO Go, HBO Now, and then HBO Max is coming on the 27th. It's fucking ridiculous. Like why would you need three different streaming platforms for the same fucking service? It's too much, man. Too much, man. I've now lost completely yeah. yes. where we were. That's okay. Is there anything? Oh, I was going to say the thing I didn't like the story arc I didn't like was Mr. Peanut Butter running for governor. I felt like went on way too long. Uh, it was the whole fucking season. Although, like, they did the ski race I've, and then Todd won and then like gave it up. But then it kept going for like five more episodes after that. I, I do really care for Woodchuck could Chuck Berkowitz as a character. Well, that's Andre Bauer. So, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Captain Holt. Nine nine. Vindication. You know me. I see a pair of heavy, thick, weighty thick, breasts, thick, breasts. breasts. And I, all I logic just... goes out the window. <laughs> hot, hot damn. <laughs> I don't know why I get so growly hot, when hot, I do hot, a whole Hot damn. Because he's rather gravelly. And very deep and dulcet in his tones. Uh, let's just. So the do next episode I'm doing for Rabbit Ears, I'm actually recording on. this. Why are you? What are you saying? He's you saying let's do impressions of Paul Soundboard from now on. We can do that, but so on Friday I'm recording with Wayne. We're talking about Thirty Rock, and like the whole reason that came up was because Paul and Wayne can't decide, like, agree on which show is better between Thirty Rock and Brooklyn Nine Nine. So I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Also, right now, Brooklyn Nine Nine is you're the best around. <laughs> <laughs> There's fucking layers to that. You have no idea. I know because I'm not laughing. I don't uh, get it. So, so Paul, when he whenever he would try to set up you're the best around <laughs> sound drop, he he would always be like, "Well, whatever you are, you are the, you're the best around," or something stupid that wouldn't yeah. flow into the actual <laughs> clip. There. That joke is so good that I have to explain it, and now it's ruined. I'm so he, sorry, Yeah, he everybody. wouldn't just say, hey, so-and-so, and then play the thing that says you're the best around. He would say, that thing is the, and then play the thing that says you're the best around. So it, it, the effect would be uh, XYZ movie is you're the best around. <laughs> <laughs> Until we bullied him to, to learn how to make the segue correctly. Dan, I'm Just glad like that I you get my hopping. I'm glad you get my humor. I listen to podcasts, it's fine. I'm never having the two of you on together again. That's fine. Yeah. It's not bad. Water. But it's just so Earth. You you should Fire. try having me and Man. Corey Wonderly on an episode together. Good fucking lord. Well, I'm nervous because Dan said that he and Corey both want to do Twin Peaks and that makes me nervous no no no. i said me too myself, me too caleb and Corey will all want to do twin peaks yeah get ready for a nine hour episode yeah get ready for uh, me just letting you guys do a takeover episode be, be prepared for me to uh record myself speaking backwards and like telling my thoughts about different scenes and like play it from my phone during our <laughs> review of it like that i've got good news that gum you like is going to come back in style. Oh my god. <laughs> that fucking show is so weird. 
All right, Bojack Horseman. We, we, Bojack Horseman. <laughs> Bubby. Yes. What characters would you say you're most like Bojack. on Bojack? Just Bojack, no Bojack. combinations. Just Bojack. Bojack. I did. I feel like I did some a lot of horrible things uh, before. Uh, I treated a lot of people like garbage. Also, I have uh, horrible, horrible depression. So, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the characters in this show have horrible, horrible depression. But I also See, I don't uh, feel like I don't I think feel like depression. Shit about I don't think depression is even his defining feature, though. I think it's the addiction. Also, the textbook narcissism. But, yeah. Yeah, the feeling like the rules don't apply to him. Bullshit. Damn straight, the rules don't apply to me. D- but you follow all the rules. That's correct, because I have money. <laughs> That's a joke you don't understand. I would say you have a little bit of fucking, like, Mr. Peanut Butter in you. Absolutely not. That guy is optimistic to a flaw. Not optimistic, but like the fucking overexcited dog feature. Oh, well, yeah, sure, that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I come home and I'm like, and I run over to you and I, I, I fucking strangle you to death and then I revive you because I love you so much. Caleb, which characters do you feel like you're most like? Or do you feel most relatable with? <sighs> I feel like Henry Fondler. I I was going to say Henry Fondle. Um, It's Henry Fondle, not Henry Fondler, bub. Henry Fondle. Oh, it's after Henry Fonda. Got it. Yes. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I feel like. uh, Not Henry Winkler. Yeah, that's what I was assuming. (laughs) No. I'll tell you in a bit. Go ahead and do your thing. Um, No, no, no. (laughs) Oh, now you know how I feel, Caleb? Now do you understand? Now I'm getting shitty about it. Now that the shoe's um, on the other foot? I kind of feel like uh, I'm relate most with Diane, honestly. I don't know. Like she has, like the the perspective. Like she has at least thought about her problems and like she knows how to fix them. She just doesn't know how to take the steps to get there. You know what I mean? I and get I that. I feel like that's kind of my whole deal. I would say like. I also relate to Diane, but I feel like I'm a combo of Todd and Diane because, like, maybe a little Mr. Peanut Butter because I like to repress a lot of shit, too. And then it all comes up in crazy moments, and then I have a Diane episode. How how do you pronounce your name? It's Diane. (laughs) (laughs) So, some of my favorite running gags involve, like, having people actually voice their characters, like Jessica Biel and the whole Bealist thing. Yeah. And then, like, whenever they people would have people, like, or the celebrities would refuse to come on and voice, and they would have horrible things happen to them. Like, Andrew Garfield wouldn't voice his character, so then they, like, had him fall through the fucking non-existent floor of the Halloween store. <laughs> and, like, the fact that Andrew Garfield just constantly vogues for no reason. And he loves lasagna and hates Mondays. Yeah. I hate my mom nun's days. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think Boy, my fuck you, John. <laughs> you fucking dumb, stupid idiot. I think that uh, one of my favorite running gags is like they do it like seven or eight times, where Princess Carolyn gets talking about a project involving a certain celebrity, and she just starts speaking in like rhyme slash alliteration. They yes. give her all the fucking tongue twisters, man. Yeah. So, uh, as a back, as a behind the scenes thing, apparently Amy Sedaris fucking hated doing those. So they were just like, "All right, let's come up with more inventive ways of giving her tongue twisters." To talk about. <laughs> just to fuck with her. That's very yeah. good. Uh, the other thing I liked a lot is like all of their ringtones, because like uh, Princess Carolyn's ringtone is about the Jellicle Cats from the Cats musical. Um, Bojack's is just like. A fucking 90s Motorola ringtone version of the fucking Horse and Around theme song. Because of course it is. Yes. Yeah, because he's a vain See, that's asshole. Why I would say that you're not, you're not vain like Bojack. I would say that you're not just a Bojack, babe. No, I'm, I'm 100% Bojack. Don't, don't argue with me. No, because you hate yourself too much to be a Bojack. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess he heads himself, but he also like thinks that he's better than a lot of things. I also think I'm better than everybody. I don't. I don't you've know never, if uh, you've never experienced this, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Caleb. I don't know if you would classify this as a gag, but the other thing that I like a lot that they keep referring back to in the show is uh, how like Bojack always wants to just run, 
Like he's obsessed with the concept of running and like he always kind of equates that with bettering himself, but also like because he's he a runs horse. Away from all of his problems. Because he's a horse and horses run and that's you know, that's like his uh kind of innermost desire, I guess, is just to be free and to run free. But like when it comes to actually physically running, he hates it because he's fat and out of shape and <laughs> uh doesn't actually have the motivation to better himself until things like uh and until he hits like rock bottom and then like finds three more rock bottoms underneath that one. Yeah. So like some of my favorite moments what was the one my favorite moment happens actually it's all off screen. So it's in the first season when Princess Carolyn was like, you know, you don't even respect me enough to have a baby with me. And he's like, I've never actually said that. And then it shows <laughs> him on the street. Oh, what corner. a cute baby. What? Huh? Who? Huh? <laughs> oh, sorry, officer. I was just running away from my girlfriend who I don't respect enough to have a baby with. <laughs> I love that that is in the fucking trailer. And like, that's what that's probably what gets you hooked on the show is like the outlandish comedy. Like, that's like an over the top, exaggerated version of like guys who are afraid to have children. And then eventually, like, at the end of season six, it's like, oh, this is this is a man's final thoughts before he fucking dies. Like, what? <laughs> Oh, let's so talk about I, that then. Let's talk about the penultimate episode because, like, well, first I let's talk about season six real quick. I just wanted to like mention that the first half they broke up season six into two eight. separate parts, yeah, and it was longer. It was eight episodes and eight episodes instead of just a twelve episode season. And 13. the first, no, twelve. It's right, been twelve, right, yeah. Right. So like the first half, like, kind of was a little more optimistic. Like BoJack was getting his shit together. And then the second half of the season was dark AF and was not nearly. It didn't have like the light notes that the rest of the series. Well, yeah, had like the kind of like break up the season six part one ending. Like it left on like a very hopeful note, but like kind of on the cliffhanger. Like, hey, there's some stuff in BoJack's past that's like coming to catch up with him. Before we actually talk about the ending, though, like I I wanted to ask you guys, how did you think that the show was going to end? Because like. I know me and Dan kind of floated some theories back and forth, but like, what were you expecting versus like what actually happened? I was happened? expecting Bojack to die. I was expecting Bojack to kill himself. Yeah. yeah like, there I were was not, constant. I was expecting like suicide. Like, there were constant references to drowning in the show, like, throughout the entire history of the show. Well, even in his painting that hangs behind his office, it's mm-hmm. Bojack looking down at the face down floating horse in the pool. Right. And like, even in the uh, opening credits like for the show like he falls into the pool and like diane and mr peanut butter are there like watching him sink to the bottom uh yeah like it was so heavy-handed that there were one of two ways that i thought it was going to go either like he was going to just uh drown himself in the bathtub or something and just be dead um and then like that becomes the the thing that prevents him from continuing to fuck everybody else's life up because like he couldn't do it on his own but then yeah, right. at like, the, the same the time episode is uh like everyone's life is better without him but like, I, but also like in death he receives all of the fame and admiration that he desired so much in life but he doesn't get to enjoy it uh so that's kind of what i expected or the other thing that i was thinking they might do is like the whole show was just like a big setup for him to just hit rock bottom. And then the very final scene is for him to walk into a bar and for the bartender to just say, Hey, why the long face? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That would have been. Yeah. Cause we never really got that joke. Did we? Uh, no. So when I was just watching the last like few episodes of the season and there was one episode, I don't remember which exactly it was because they all run together, but there was this whole song that played, like, Why the Long Face, whatever, and it kept, like, just showing Bojack doing things and zooming in on his face. So, like, they kind <laughs> of did, but not as, like, hokey as the bartender well, saying Why the Long Face. I don't know. Bojack makes that joke, like, during a flashback scene where he's doing his stand-up comedy. I walked into a bar and the bartender said, hey, Why the Long Face? And I said, hey, buddy, I can't help it. <laughs> 
I really liked all of the flashback episodes, though. Like, and they would do like, so it's just another generic '90s pop song. <laughs> Man, I love this song. Pop song. Yeah. yeah, and then there was uh, the grunge song. Yeah. Yep. So let's go back to this last season because I feel like season four we hand jobbed a little bit. The last season I feel like has, I don't know if it's the most to say, but it's like everything kind of like resolving. I guess we'll just do second half of season six. Does anybody want to talk about anything from the first half? Yeah, I want to talk about the posters really quick because, like, the the posters mirror themselves like like each other. Like the first the first half poster had like black hair Bojack, like kind of looking like hopeful out over the sea, and like oh yeah, like things are looking up for Bojack. And then like the the second half poster is gray hair Bojack, kind of looking like forlorn. Like oh, I guess like this is like yeah, this is my life now. This is fine, and not knowing like oh, like things are actually. You know, things seem fine, but they're not fine. Like, things are, there's a storm coming. Well, even the animation for season six, the theme song changed and showed, like, the opening shot of Bojack's house from the exterior was shown now at night instead of during the daytime, and, like, all the horrible things that happened to the people in his life. Like, it showed Herb Kazaz, and it was first him, like, healthy, and then it showed him, like, going through the chemo, and pretty much everybody in his life was worse off from having interacted with him. So kind of like even those the first half made you feel like maybe he could come out of this on top. I feel like the animation, the theme song kind of lets you know, like, nah, this is not going to be happy and bright. So, yeah. Um, They kind of like Bojack really shot himself in the foot because he got himself that interview post Sarah Lynn dying and like aced it and was doing really fucking well Mm -hmm. on top of the world and then agreed to that second fucking interview. Because he has a fucking ego. Classic Bojack. Because he was like, I nailed that interview. I, I can only make myself look better because I'm I'm so good at everything. Mm-hmm. It was just him repeating the mistakes that he'd made to get him to this point. Instead of learning and growing, he made his classic fucking BoJack mistake and got himself to episode 15 of season six, which is the darkest fucking episode of anything animated I might have ever seen in my life. Maybe even just outside of me, it might be one of the darkest episodes of any show. Mm. Think about it. Uh, I don't know. Like I, like I get it, but like also, like there's the. I I still think the Beatrice Horseman like fucked up dementia episode is still pretty fucked up. The only reason I would say that this might be slightly darker is because we don't know what's going to happen to Bojack. We do know what happened to Beatrice. Like, Bojack's future is still undetermined. We're not really sure if he's going to make it out. And, like, the black tar all seeping in and the fact that Secretariat is, like, in instead of his dad. Like, there's just all these little subtle things. Like, Sarah Lynn going from Sabrina age to then, like... The fucked up 30-year-old Sarah Lynn, she just keeps progressing through her phases of, like, her ruined life because of BoJack. It just, I don't know. It it bothered me. Like, in the good way. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm not even looking at you. I'm, like, spacing out in the area between our two mics. <sighs> how did you guys feel about how the series ended and wrapped up? I thought it was absolutely note-perfect. Yeah, I have no issues. I don't have any issues, but like, how did it make you feel? Uh, unexpected. You know, I was always expecting Bojack to be dead at the end of the show. You know, so when when they cliffhanger that episode and then it leads into the finale where and the know, finale just the starts with the fucking heart monitor sound. Yeah, uh, and then you know he 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 spends his time in prison, and then gets some gets some leave to go go to a wedding and finds that everyone's better. Yeah. Like, not great, but better. Well, it's they say, like, him and Diane are sitting on the roof towards the end of the episode, and he says to her, you know, life's a bitch and then you die, and she goes, or life's a bitch and you keep on living. That's kind of what they've learned. Like, it's not just a bitch and then you die. Sometimes you just have to, like, keep living with it and move on and deal with it and grow. Yes, Bubby. Yes. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about about this series? You're a stupid piece of shit if you haven't watched this this show. Yes. And if you if you haven't watched this sh- well, I don't know if I would recommend people starting this show. Oh, I absolutely would. Right now. If if you I don't 
It's got a lot of heavy subject matter. If you are prone to depression, this might not be the time to start watching it. Or maybe it'll help you because shit that you need to recognize in your life. I don't know. I'm not a therapist. Paul, you tell people what to do. He'll tell them to to say that BoJack Horseman is you're the best (laughs) around. Yes. (laughs) All right. Bubby, do you want to go first or do you want Caleb to go first with Mary Bang Kill? Uh, Mary Diane. You kind of are. <laughs> bang, bang, Bojack, kill Paige Sinclair and Max von Sydow. I get. I, I. I don't know. What's his? What's that guy's name? Max Banks. What? Max Banks. Max von Sydow. Good enough. Whatever. Caleb, who do you want to marry, bang, and kill? Man, this is a hard one because, like, there's uh, <laughs> no. It's just. It's just that, uh, like, my answers are so strong. I would, I would fuck the shit out of Princess Carolyn. Okay. Um, that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm the only one who could say it. I right? would marry Diane, and I would kill Butterscotch Horseman because he is a fucking oh, douchebag. He is a douchebag. He is a garbage human being, isn't he? Well, no, he's a garbage horse. Okay, so I'm killing Paige Sinclair. I'm going to marry Princess Carolyn, and I'm going to bang Henry Fondle. Yeah, it was Hooray! Really say Henry Fondle. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Give it. it to me. Give it to me. I don't I wish I... God, I fucking suck at quotes. All I remember is the one I like it when you call me father. <laughs> uh, you're right i do have latent daddy issues <laughs> all right well that's the end of this episode next month it's gonna be 30 rock with wayne so if you guys haven't seen that show and have nothing to do during quarantine then by all means check it out on hulu do you guys want to plug your show no no that's okay, fine fine no i want to no i want to plug fucking live stream for the cure good job fucking dumb bitch i'll kill you Please do. Good. Uh, live stream for the cure. Go to livestreamforthecure.com. All spelled out. Uh, you you can donate to live stream for the cure, which is a, a a charity thing that we do every year for cancer research. We use it to fund cancer research. It goes to Cancer Research Institute, which I think it's like ninety five percent of every dollar or something. Ninety five cents out of every dollar goes to towards cancer research which is different than like all the other cancer research places because none of them actually send money to cancer research. It's to, you know, prop themselves up and make them seem good and for their CEO to line their fucking pockets. So why why not donate to a charity that actually sends things to good use? Can uh, livestreamforthecure.com. Uh we're doing I don't remember what the fuck time we are, we're on, but we're doing uh Undercover Grandpa because fuck you Caleb, I hope you die. And then I'll be reviewing season four of Better Call Saul on Friday, I think at 2 p.m., which is the 29th. Yes, uh, the, the, the live stream goes from uh, uh, the 28th of May until uh, the 31st of May. Uh, the, you can visit, like, go to, the, go to the website. It has a schedule for all the stuff. It's fine. You'll be fine. As I drop this pen and fling it, <laughs> fling it everywhere, uh, just just do that. Just visit the. It's a, it's your one stop shop for all things live stream for the cure. Oh my god. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning into this shit show. You're a shit show, bitch. I did fine. It's it's fine. Everything is fine. This is entertaining. This is why people listen to our show, not because is of Netflix it? or anything. Wait, to, people to listen you, to our Caleb? show. I, I know, right? We had a hundred something downloads today. Ooh. I don't I actually don't know how to get numbers for your show. I don't care. I, would lo- I don't care about numbers. I, I legit I care. I don't give any fucks. I'm not doing this for anybody but myself. Then why are you doing it? Because I enjoy doing it. Okay. If so if other people enjoy doing it, that's fine, but I'm not doing this because I care about numbers and fucking downloads. I'm doing this because I enjoy talking to people about stuff that I enjoy doing, which is watching T V. I feel like I am a fucking TV expert at this point. More than a lot of people. Most people watch way more movies. I watch way more TV. I feel like 90% of my brain is occupied with information about TV shit. And then the rest of it is I Forgot and Dan and Anyang. That's it. 
and soon it'll be all taken up by Fast and the Furious. Which is which is the Patreon series Patreon series we're doing right now over on our Patreon. But until then, guys, check out Netflix and Swill wherever they can be found, and Patreon wherever you feel like donating. Live stream for the cure, fucking just whatever you feel like doing during your downtime. That's it, Dan. You're a ridiculous person, Caleb. I love you. This is the end. Oh Bye. man, am I blowing this? Back in the 90s, I was in a very famous TV TV show. Up, skip next episode. No one knows what happens after this. You're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. And scene. Back in the 90s, I was in a very famous TV show.